1: Welcome to the Inspired Evolution, and it is such a treat to be here today. We have with us Sonia Choquette. Sonia, how are you?
2: I'm great, great. Excited to be with everyone.
1: It's such a pleasure to have you here. Hey guys, for those tuning into Sonia for the first time, she's a global author and speaker. She's the most highly regarded expert in the field of intuition. We're going to dive so deep into that today. Over the course of 40 years, she's become a world-renowned intuitive guide, spiritual teacher, the author of 27 New York Times or international best-selling books. Her books have been published in 37 languages, they've traveled 40 countries, and they've been read by over a million people. Her teachings have attracted the love and admiration of over 100,000 students from all over the world. But most of all, she's fun. She's lighthearted. Yet what I love about her is that she manages to always tell it like it is. So Sonia brings her intuitive experience and human understanding to help her global audience reconnect with their spirit, guides, and inner vibes. Her mission is to help others feel whole. She does this through using all their senses to create a life that is intuitively guided, empowered, authentic, and meaningful. Sonia, it is such a pleasure to have you here today.
2: It's my pleasure. Thank you so much.
1: I really want to tune in and just dive in deep straight from the outset. So can you enlighten me? When was the first time you felt that moment of, oh, I'm having like an intuitive experience, or the first time you clicked in? When and what was it that that moment of intuition sort of landed for you?
2: Um, That's a good question, Amrit. I never had that experience. Intuition was always part of my reality. And my big aha was when I started going to school. Five, six years old, Hmm. it occurred to me that what was very obvious to me was not obvious to other people. Hmm. So it was kind of a reverse experience. I've always felt vibes, I've always been aware of guides, but it was also part of my family. Now I had a very intuitive mother, I had six brothers and sisters, and it was an artist family, a creative family. And actually, in my home, your intuition was considered the most important check-in point. It wasn't what what'd you hear, what you read. It was, what are your vibes? Mm. So when I realized other people didn't tune in like this, I thought, oh my God, what a horrible handicap that is. It'd be like lost in the jungle in the night. And how can you get by? So that kind of set the tone for my mission in life. It's like, you can't get by very well without your intuition. You need it. It's not negotiable.
1: Mm, I love that. I love that. And you've been teaching this for over 40 years now, but it seems like the world is, some of us have like already been awakened to it, but it seems like right. really now in the corporate sense, people are trying to get people to come and consult and educate and teach more and more on what is this What is this thing that is intuition? They're trying to get people to come in and be like, how can we help intuition infiltrate our organization so that we can actually come from this place. What do you think the appeal is for intuition?
2: Well, I think the most important reason why it's activated and becoming, you know, something desired is our world is moving too fast for our logic brains to keep up. I mean, even if you think about the internet, it's a very intuitive model. I mean, we're we're drawing resources simultaneously from all parts of the world. We're not local. We're exponential. We're at distance, and I think it came from the whole idea, the whole um, vision and creation of the internet is a mirroring of how our intuition works. So I think that smart and this is an interesting piece of information. There was a um, an interview on 100 top CEOs around the world and they were asked, what do you attribute your success to? And here was what was interesting. All 100 said my intuition, but here's the other interesting piece. Not all 100 said, I, I want that to be known. They said, I don't tell people because they don't want it to be serious, but it's what I use. Now that's, fortunately changing because we have to keep up things are the way the world is wired now it's so exponentially connected to be current you can't the left the left brain the logic brain doesn't work fast enough and it can't make those quick connections that our natural intuition can so it's really an essential tool in in today's world i really don't think it's negotiable any longer
1: Hmm. So thank you so much for sharing that. So can you help me highlight perhaps what is, is it related somewhat to
2: instinct then our intuition? It's a good question. There's two levels of intuition. I actually, there's three. I think we, I say we have red light, intuition, green light, intuition, and yellow light, intuition. I love these colors. Red light is instinct. Hmm. Instinct is a part of us that really is oriented towards survival. So that's when we get the bad vibes. That's when we get the feeling in our gut. And it actually is a gut level intuition. It's where it's oriented in your body, that it's a caution, take care, you're not safe. And so that's our first experience for most of us of intuition. Green light intuition is the opportunity intuition this is a good idea go for it even though everyone says you know don't take the risk do lean into it do take the risk The uh, it's all lined up for success but then and we don't talk about this much there's something i call the yellow lighter pause intuition which is hmm. it's not time yet Mm. Wait a little while. Things are still developing. Don't make your decisions. It's not black and white, all or nothing like the left brain. It's sort of like surfing, traveling the energy flow. It's like, okay, here comes the big wave. Brace yourself. Okay, we're going to flatline. Maybe, you know, hold on to the board. Okay, here we're in the flow, catch the wave. So the, the green light is in your heart, the red light is in your belly. And the pause is just a general inability to kind of lock into any real strong feeling, in which case, just give it a minute, give it a little more time, and it'll become clear. Things are still developing.
1: Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for highlighting that. And I love how you're able to connect us to certain parts of our body and where that feeling resides. Is that one of the best tools in order to tap into our instincts is to, sorry, our intuition? um, Well, both.
2: yeah. Well, you're right because the thing I say to in about people about intuition, it's not thinking. It's mm-hmm. very body-based. It's very much about feeling both physically because intuition is not language, it's energy. Oh. And our body feels and receives that energy. The mind, the intellect doesn't. So, one of my first tools about being more intuitive is you have to kind of be in your body. And here's a really quick way to do that. It's instant. Have you look around the room and notice where you are because that gets you out of your head. It brings you right to the present. You notice one thing in front of you. Here's the computer. There's the, there's the window. There's the bookshelf that pulls you into your body to notice. Then you take a breath in, open your mouth and let out a sigh. Ah. Ah. At the end of the sigh, which I call going down the slide, you're in your heart, and you're right at that place at the bottom of your heart, the top of your gut. Your energy is in your body. Hmm. Then you smile, and that stops your thinking, and it makes you present to what I feel. It's that fast. So if you want an intuitive, that's how you set yourself up, to dial into that frequency.
3: Right,
1: right. So if I'm opening myself up to my body, then I'm becoming more centered, more present in my body, and I can actually feel in from that point forward. Is this, how does this feel in yes. my gut, or how does this feel in my heart? And if it's lighter right. in my heart, I'm open. Is that kind of.
2: Now, here's the thing humans, I've been teaching a long time and I've been traveling around the world, so I can say I've never met a person who's not intuitive. What I have met are millions of people who question it
3: Mm.
2: or ignore it, but we all get it. And here's the thing. When you name it, you claim it. So we are taught not to name it. We are taught to keep it in our head and be quiet and ignore it. So we lose our moment because intuition is in the moment guidance. Mm. So what we need to do is once we get into the body, we actually need to have a conversation out loud. Mm. What does my heart say? And not think it because in the minute you go back to your thinking and don't express your back in your head, you just changed the channel. You slipped off the mark. Mm. So you have to say it out loud. You feel the energy, but you have to give it language. So uh, you want to do a simple, a real simple tool? Absolutely. Because this is more practical than just explaining it. Let's do it. It's more fun. I yeah, love it. So, So you want to be my guinea pig? Absolutely. Okay. First thing that is important with intuition is you have to seek guidance in things you're truly open to. And that's important because a lot of people say, I want my intuition to guide me, but we've already made up our mind and we're very willful and we're not receptive. Mm. So you first have to ask your, of your intuition, you have to ask questions that you truly are available to new answers. Okay, mm. so do you have any question you want to share with us? That sure. you love intuitive guidance? Mm-hmm. doesn't matter as long as it's a genuine availability.
1: Mm. So I, at I- the background of all of this that's going on. Um, I'm having some challenges with my team and I'm not sure how I meant to navigate that to the best of my ability. Um, so I'm okay. just open to the solutions that are.
2: available. Perfect to. situation. Hmm. Okay. So take the breath. I taught you. Ah. <sighs> Feel that place. Smile. Can you feel how your heart opens when you do that?
3: hmm
2: Okay. So now we're going to have a conversation between your head and your heart. So think of your issue and answer quickly coming back to your head. My head says, and fill in the blank. Keep pushing, so try to out. figure it out. Okay. Feel how that energy feels. Say it again. My
1: head says. My head says, keep pushing, try to figure it out.
2: Okay, let's try one more time. And if you get a different answer, the same, it doesn't matter. My head says. Hold
4: up.
1: Oh, I feel stuckness.
2: <laughs> okay, perfect. Feel that energy. Now look around the room. Come back to, back to the present, back to the what's right in front of you. Breathe and go down the slide again. Ah. ah. Hand on the heart. Other one on your gut. Okay. My spirit says...
3: My spirit says, everything's
1: going to be fine.
2: And my spirit says,
1: and my spirit says, there's more people on the way to support you.
2: And one more, my spirit says,
1: my spirit says, everything's going to be okay.
2: And one more question. Does that feel true?
1: Yeah, it's surprising, but sure.
2: Yeah, see? <laughs> so that was my head. I felt
1: that. That was the head kicking in just there. I was like, but yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what?
2: Yeah. That's the truth. You you tapped into this whole other non-visible energy that you could feel coming your way.
3: Mm.
2: And then you have to check if it feels true. How does your body feel different from your head to your spirit? Because you, you, you said, I feel...
1: Yeah, How it's, did it uh, feel in your head? Yeah, in the head it was a bit, uh, the word that comes is a bit more dense and a bit more, yes. um, yeah, there were more edges to things. Um, right. But as opposed to when it was more you were guiding me into my, the spirit to speak, it was just lighter. Um, there, was a, there, was a, there was a sense of curiosity in there because I was open to whatever was coming
2: through. So. Open and mm. available. When you're in your head, here are some signatures to always look for. It feels contracted, dense. It's like everything's collapsing. There's no room. It's protective and defended. Mm. And, and um, when you go into your spirit, it goes the opposite. It opens. Mm. The energy begins to expand. Even your visual, everything in your visual, fa- your face opens, your eyes open, your energy opens. And then you begin to tune into what is not visible yet but it's very much on its way. And then you check, does that feel true? Intuition, the intellect is right, wrong. Is it right? Is it wrong? You're looking right, wrong, right, wrong. But intuition is what I call third space, which is what feels true for me right now. Right, wrong is black, white, all nothing out there where true comes in from the inner energy. Mm. So this is the simplest tool, and it works every time. So then you have a choice. I can keep figuring it out and bumping against it, or I can be open and see what unfolds. But you were reassured, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. You feel it, and you use the word feel, not think. And that's another clue that you're dialing in correctly.
1: Love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That um, connects me to a really deep place, if I may just share quickly, is I recently, not so recently, about uh, nine months ago, had a really interesting juncture um, in my life. And it was the first time, you know, touch wood, I don't know how this happened, but I got to the age of 30 without a real clear fork in the road. But this was the first time I actually had like a fork in the road. I could have gone A or I could have gone B. And either or was equally as good. That's never happened before. There's always been like the moral right choice or the better thing to do, right? This was the first time it was like, this can dictate your life or this can dictate your life. Which way are you going to go? And for the life of me, my head, oh my God, poor thing. (laughs) Just crunch, 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 trying to figure it out. And I got to a point where I just, uh, I, I, I think in some way, shape, form or manner, I tuned into something similar where... I don't know why, I guess I was just backed into a corner. I just closed my eyes and just said, you know, what do I feel about each of these options? And then I just closed and I gave myself like three seconds, not longer to linger on it. Cause I kind of knew that if I lingered on it, then my head would start talking. So I gave myself three seconds to tune in and feel into one. And then one felt lighter and one felt like I was moving into a forest. For me, that was like the symbology of like just denseness. Right. And I, at the time I was, I was almost horrified to be honest with you, Sonia, because I was sitting there and I was like, I actually thought the one that was horrifying me was the one I was going to lean towards because intellectually that was like, this has got all the right tick in the boxes for me, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, for my entrepreneurial journey, for everything. And this other one was just a risk and it was like, do I really want to do that? Um, But long story short, I was just like, you know what, what have I got to lose? If I go on this path two weeks down the track, I can unplug and just come back and commit to this opportunity again. And I went on this journey and fast forward nine months later, this opportunity, this work has now become uh, the backbone of everything that I'm doing. And it was like, oh, it was so bizarre just being able to like, and I look back at myself and I'm like, you made such a spur of the moment decision based on something that, you know, and I, the irony, like it's not lost on me that I had to back myself into a corner intellectually, though, to go there, to surrender and then be like, okay, let's listen to what is going on inside because the head
2: just cannot compute. Well, here's the thing what I tell people to use and what you did beautifully um, using your intuition, what it requires is we change our value system mm. because we've been taught that intellect is superior. We've been taught that it protects us. We've been taught that going down that logic path is going to prevent pain and risk. But it's not true. We've been taught that trusting our inner voice is is unfounded, ungrounded, unsafe, and that's not true. And your, your own anecdote, your own story proves our bodies and our hearts know what energetically is right for us. And we need to decide that that's what we value. And then it doesn't feel so random and so crazy and so reckless. It feels intelligent. We are in our our heart and spirit, our intelligence that is superior to intellect and you experience that. But I do have to say what you did is another component of intuitive living. You were courageous to follow the, 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 what felt true for you. We, we, if we live our lives always trying to be safe and secure and take no risk, we're going to live very small lives. When we lean into that courageous energy, our lives open up. But here's something interesting. The word courageous comes from the French word cœur, which means heart. So to be a courageous person means you are choosing to live your life from heart intelligence. And I just love <laughs> the, the, the continuity of, of that. Isn't that wonderful? That's perfect. So, yay and good for you and, and, and everything about your energy reflects that wisdom. So what we need to get rid of is the value system that tells mm-hmm. us we can't trust ourselves because mm-hmm. it's a lie.
1: Hmm. Sonia, where do we where does like i hate to play devil's advocate but let's just go there right. for just a quick second how does how does that come into why is it that this is shut down why is it that we're not open to this dialogue like why are not more and more people i know now more and more people are having this conversation but why is right. it not common knowledge that uh why is it that intuition is not on the even keel as the intellect in wider society
2: good question and here's the answer intuition was very prevalent until the age of reason then the scientists and the and the 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 technology and the industrial revolution kicked in and then we became very subject to what's called patriarchy which means external father figures will tell you how to live your life whether it's father god father corporate father of the family father of the business you know we were told that that is the only way that we can unfold our lives, the individuation, personal self-direction was not only discouraged, it was attacked. But that system went all the way to the end and is imploding and has been for about 20 years. All of a sudden, the corporations that that our parents, for example, had jobs for life doesn't happen. The, the commitments that we were told if you follow our leadership, you will be safe, protected, and secure for the rest of it. It's a thing of the past. Mm. So people are beginning to realize well, blindly following others is no guarantee for anyone. i really long-term. feeling that now. Yeah, it's so true. And now in this pandemic, the whole damn system's collapsed. The only way forward, and I'm very happy about it, even though it's a messy transition. Sure is know. that we come back to self we come back mm-hmm. and not selfish but self centered in our true and full capabilities our creativity and we learn the patriarchal system makes it me against you and you're my ego against your ego and i'm going to fight you cuz you're a threat the intuitive system is me and you we're gonna collaborate, we're gonna co-create. I'm gonna co-create with source, I'm gonna co-create with kindred spirits, I'm gonna co-create with the planet. So we've just entered this new age and I can assure you within a very short period of time, I would suspect intuition will become a main part of our new value system and maybe we'll, I'm pretty confident will be even introduced in schools, just like meditation is. So we are evolving. And that's the good news.
1: I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm glad I asked that question. One of the things that's coming through for me um, in this conversation is just the the value of when you mentioned patriarchy and I was what I was hearing was we've made a lot of decisions, decisions, decisions in this time of being analytical. But then I was having this download that decision naturally is decisive, which decide is to, is to cut apart. Whereas mm-hmm. the opposite of that seems to be like not to cut not to dissect right not to not to cut things apart and that unity sort of approach and that was something that was tied into sorry if you can follow my train of thought with me i am is, totally is um is what you were sharing before is that you know your intuition your body what i was having this vision of when you were saying was like actually yeah my head and my thoughts are more um, let's say wispy in need of a better word but my body mm-hmm. is actually integrated and made from the cells of the world that is around me and perhaps that right. fired integration into everything is where some of the communication comes from is that where does intuition well, here's come a from a good
2: analogy our logic brain has a limited bandwidth mm-hmm. it sees only it's only drawing from the past it's not necessarily drawing from the present and it's very limited it doesn't have we are our brain our logic brain doesn't have the capacity to discern at this the same subtle level Hmm. as the body and the heart intelligence and the gut intelligence and this is current science so this is not my opinion so i say the best way to organize it is through metaphor so the brain is am radio and the heart and the gut are satellite it just picks up a bigger range of mm-hmm. energy and like it's part of nature. We are naturally designed to be intelligent and well and and, and multi-informed. So we think okay, birds have have radar and whales have sonar and and monarch butterflies can travel from one Exact place. Why wouldn't humans who are the most sophisticated organism of consciousness have the same inner compass? We absolutely do. And it's it's a compass that like the satellite can pick up simultaneous non-local information where the AM radio is just talk story. It's just mm. talk, 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 and mostly regurgitating what we've heard not being creative in what we're experiencing in the moment. So we're shifting. We're shifting back to, okay, now here's another way to organize it. And I love this. Einstein organized it for us. He said, the human spirit is our sacred gift. Mm. The rational mind, its faithful servant. But sadly, we've thrown away the gift and we've become enslaved to the servant. So we don't have to be we – don't, we don't say our logic brain isn't helpful. But what happens is our logic brain has been trained to attack our intuition. Mm-hmm. And what it needs to do is be retrained to support our intuition. So if your gut says go with this path, then your logic brain says – okay, I'm on board with you. I will start doing everything I can to make that the best way to go. Instead of attacking, saying, what are you crazy? And who do you think you are? And that's nuts. And give me the, you know, justify it. So we just Mm. have to shift the relationship. Right. So your brain supports your wisdom instead of thinks it's the superior wisdom.
1: Hmm. That's really profound because that was going to be my very next question is how, what role does our intellect then play in relationship to our intuition? But that's, that's perfect, right? Supporting cast. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Because we
2: need it. It organizes us. It helps us. And, you know, there's a, there's a Chinese saying, which I love from the book of changes. It's an ancient Oracle and it says there's only one power in the human experience, the power of decision. And once you decide, everything follows. Mm. So if you decide, I'm going to trust my inner voice, I'm going to trust myself, I'm going to trust the universe, I'm going to trust, now this is important, the spirit of others, not Mm. necessarily their logic, but I'm going to trust their spirit and speak to their spirit, Mm. then everything will follow to support making that work for you. The ego says, I don't trust anything. I don't trust you. I don't trust me. I don't trust God. I don't trust, I don't trust anything. So I'm just going to fight my way through life and, and, and and just be defended and shut down. Mm. And so we're changing that. Thank goodness. Because that just got us in the quarantine we're in, frankly, I mean, it got (laughs) us in the, in the situation we're in. The only way out is intuition Mm. and trusting our spirit and reconnecting with the greater whole
1: love that. So one of the questions that comes up for me um, for today's chat that I really wanted to ask you is what is the difference between one considering themselves intuitive and one considering themselves as being psychic? What is going on?
2: Okay, it's a degree of skill. Mm. It's like one saying I'm, I am musical. hmm. And then the, is the intuitive. I have an ear for music. I I can sing on tune. I can kind of play instruments. Um, I understand music. I got the feel for it versus I'm a classical pianist. Mm. I have really dialed this in and I'm really able to be with the, with the focus and the effort that I've made can be very, very highly attuned Mm. to energy. So that's the difference. It's just that. a level of skill. However, and here's the paradox. Some psychic people have become super attuned, but they haven't done the inner work of understanding. So they unfortunately sometimes fall under the perception that I'm, I'm, I'm special. I'm mm. different. And it's like, no, you're just, you're just more practiced. In, in, in a particular way of perceiving energy, but it's available to all of us because we all have that inner, um, we have the inner organism of an intelligent heart and an intelligent gut. And if we started practicing too, we'd get better at it as well.
1: I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. So you mentioned spirit before and what Mm -hmm. role you see spirit playing in all of this? Is it the guidance is coming through from spirit?
2: Absolutely. And I want to make the distinction again, it's kind of language, but I'm not talking about religion. Mm -hmm. Religion is an outer um, form of thinking imposed upon us. Hmm. Spirit is the life force that we are. Spirit is the breath we take. It is the divine part of us. It is the, 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 the holy essence that gives each human being an existence. And that spirit energy that we all share is, I believe, holy. It's a holy, whole. We have the power to create and so that part of us that transcends thinking is our 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 guiding light mm. and you know in every country i've ever went in every place i've ever gone everybody understands spirit everybody understands it i have never gone anywhere where they say well what do you mean never mm. it's our essence so
1: in that there are a lot like I do feel, I, I do appreciate that a lot of people are connected to spirit and a lot of people can feel that, you know, perhaps we are all having, like we are spirit yes. having this human experience. Yes. But there are some places, and I, I hate to generalize and I try to avoid it as much as possible, but I feel like in the West, it's less
2: of a conversation that's available to us than it is in the East. Um, it's a changing conversation. Hmm. It's a changing conversation. It was less available. The East has always kept a fundamental um, connection to spirit as part of their value system. Yeah. We got, you know, gone too far away, the other direction. And so, so we are catching up, if you will. So we are on our way to catching up to this energy and, and, it's changing pretty rapidly. Hmm. The good news is that you're kind of left in the 20th century if you don't really accept intuition and believe. You're kind of you're old news. You've got to catch up. That's what I say. You're not being <laughs> modern enough. You know, science has bypassed you now, so let's, let's catch up. You know, we're, we're all beginning to understand that we are spirits.
1: I love that. So, one of the things I want to ask you about that is why is it the case that the, like us tuning into our intuition, is us tuning into greater levels of subtlety it seems like at certain times um like i know for me it's i've got to like tune into like i'm gonna get silent quiet
2: quiet the mind Mm,
1: why is it that it's so like it involves that art of subtlety to be cultivated and practiced when it's something that's so vital to my experience why is it not louder than my head voice
2: Well, I like to call our head voice, your, your, your head, I call it your pet, like your barking dog. You know, it's loud, and it's noisy, and it's really hard to have a conversation with someone if your dog's barking all the time. Yeah. So we've got to, and we've been told to ignore the inner voice. We've been taught to tune it out. And it is more subtle. It's, it's, it's because it's not language, it's vibration. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have to do things like meditate and quiet down and get that mental voice to just go to the background. I I don't think we're ever going to be quite successful to get that mental voice completely turned off, Mm -hmm. but to go to the background, you see, to to not be what we primarily focus or pay attention to and to get back in the body and begin to listen. We, We can't expect intuition to be language.
3: Mm.
2: it's a receiving of energy mm. and we're if we're looking for a language we're not going to find it so we have to understand the language of intuition is nonverbal. it's physical and vibrational energy that speaks to us it gives us impulses you know I feel like I should go forward I feel like I should stop I feel I should pause I feel I should pay. and I like to use it an example, have you ever been in a house by yourself and you're kind of busy and all of a sudden you hear a, a noise mm. and you don't know what that noise is
3: mm. and
2: everything in you kind of stops and gets very alert? Mm. You're listening. Intuition is a listening activity, not a talking activity. And that's the difference too. That's why meditation and calming, the talking part of our inner self, our ego self, needs to be pushed back a little.
1: Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was, yeah, amazing. That's exactly what I needed to hear.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we just need to change our, and we have to recognize it really and truly, get this point, everyone. Intuition is a listening skill. Mm. You're receiving. You're like a radio. You're you're listening, but you're not listening with your ears. Although, the higher ear, the higher energy is part of it. You're listening with your whole body. When you actually listen with your intellect, you're very selective about what you hear. And then just ask any five people to recount the lecture they just all heard together, and you're going to get completely five <laughs> different versions of what just happened. But when you listen with the body, it's it's a receiving experience you're it's an open receiving allowing when you listen with the intellect it's a deflective experience i'm listening for what's familiar what i agree with what feels right and i'm pushing away or tuning out everything else Hmm. so there's some things you can do going for walks um meditating listening to music that's calming the Calms like piano music, really peaceful piano music is excellent. Um, meditation music that not non language music trains you to start receiving more consciously what your body's receiving all the time.
1: One of the questions that I had is you've mentioned in the past that. Um, I can't remember if this was in a book or in a talk, and it does matter. Um, so, one of the things you've said is there are five senses outside, but there's mm-hmm. one sense inside, is if I'm paraphrasing it you or know, if I'm butchering it, pardon me. Yes. Of the, <laughs> but,
3: yes.
1: But yeah. Can you, and that is the one sense inside being intuition. Can you tell us a little bit about our relationship with our senses now that we're right. in about world? Right. And it means inner guidance.
3: Presence. Mm hmm.
2: What we need to see is the five outer sensors are like small satellites and the intuition is like, they're like small planets and intuition. is like the sun, Mm. you know, it's like the main engine (laughs) of our creativity and wisdom. We got these other planets that give us information, but this is our life force. This is our creative force. This is our dynamic essence. So, mm. if we can look at it like, okay, sight, sound of the moon, and we got a little bit of Jupiter out there, and you know, but this the heart, and even in the ancient cultures, intuition and the heart was actually um, reflected as the sun, mm. you know, in ancient Egypt and in, in ancient Mayan culture in ancient. Peruvian culture and in the, the, the indigenous cultures, they, they actually did e- express that this was our inner sun. This was our inner source
3: mm.
2: and was, was superior. And these other satellite planets of awareness were supporting caste. Mm. So if we can just create a new template, a new metaphor, a new matrix then what you're going to discover is intuition works just like that. It's normal. It's natural. So we just have to get the filters out of the way. We don't have to necessarily work hard to bring intuition forward. We just move the cloud cover and it's there.
1: So the question that emerges for me is on your in your day-to-day, how does it really look? Like are you tuning in for the most part to, oh, this feels right, this doesn't feel right, and then allowing your head totally. to totally. Sort of
2: Right. Now, where I find myself very different is I don't think much. <laughs> I never figure something out. I don't <laughs> go there. It's not part of my, my experience. I feel it. And I don't hesitate. I go with the feeling. Unless it's a yellow light. And if it's a yellow light, then I pause. But I'm never figuring out. I find that when I go to figure out mode, it's chaos. <laughs> and useless. You it's and all of us. Useless, S, it's a useless and exhausting effort that leads nowhere. It's like getting into a mental pinball machine and my brain is getting smacked all around. And, and I'm, not, I'm not succeeding. So I am very Organic. And and, and and I absolutely trust what I feel. And I, and sometimes what I feel clearly doesn't make logical sense. Um, an example, a very current example. I live in Paris, and I was sitting one morning on my on my couch, um, having coffee, and I got the feeling, pack your bag and go to London. So I was like, okay. So I did. I packed my bag. That was at 8.30 in the morning. I was on the 11.30 train. I left and then that night Paris said, we're going to lock the country down. And it was sudden. It wasn't pre, it wasn't, we weren't, there was no indication that they were planning that yet. Hmm. And I was here with my family and in a much more, Supportive environment, and I just brought enough what I need. But I'm having—had I been locked there, I would have had a very different experience mm. of the lockdown. It's much more stringent there. You can't go outside. You have to have documents to leave. You—I ha- couldn't be be social with anyone here. I am my family. It's 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 a five star lockdown. <laughs> I. Had I said, "Well, let me think about that, I would not have been able to leave the next day yeah that's that's a that's an example, so it made no logic sense, mm. but i'm trained i'm my experiences don't question, mm. so that's why i'm I'm perceived as radical, but to me it's just the most grounded form of intelligence <laughs> and the most The most sane way to live. Mm. So most people who are truly creative and successful actually live pretty much the same way. Mm. Their decisions are oriented around their inner guidance instead of their logic and other people. Mm. To me, if you let your logic and other people make your decisions, they're running your life. When you, when you go within, but here's the key. And it's what puts most people off with intuition. You have to take a hundred percent responsibility for your experience. When you go with us, you could say they did it, they made a choice, I just followed, and you put yourself in a victim mode. You give away mm. your power and you can become victimized. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but you're you're totally surrendering your autonomy to someone else.
3: Mm
2: to live an intuitive life, you assume full responsibility for yourself and all the consequences. And this is something that I find people hesitate doing. Mm. But I, I also find that just crazy. It's like, really? You'd rather let a stranger, a whole set of values that make no sense to you run your life? You'd really trust that more? So then it comes down to personal Personal evolution, personal growth. Am I going to be an adult and direct my life, or am I going to be more submissive and let other people direct my life and hope they take care of me? And then my second question is How's that working out for you?
3: Wow. Yeah, right.
1: That was huge. So it really
2: does boil down to that. Thank you so much
1: for sharing that because what's distilling at my end is the amount of responsibility that it takes to live an intuitive life yes. because whatever happens on the consequences, you have then got to be empowered to take yes. ownership and responsibility for the, the the wins and the fallouts. But then obviously, exactly have you tried a different model? Maybe there are more wins, which is a great conversation to be having. But I think... Well,
2: that's true. So you say, how is it working out for you to give your power to other people? Hmm. Just check, get the evidence. And that makes you that helps you lean more into, well, maybe, maybe I am abandoning myself. Maybe I've mm. sold myself short. Maybe I'm a lot more capable than I've been told. And maybe I'll feel like, maybe I'll like myself more and I'll, I'll feel more authentic and, and I'll actually be happier because I'm being who I really want to be instead of what I've been been manipulated to be. So there's a whole lot of, there's a lot of reward that goes along with this responsibility. A lot of reward.
1: And on the converse side of that, perhaps why we do not embrace intuition so readily, perhaps because we're not embracing that responsibility
2: so readily. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And you know, it's not a judgment. I understand. If you've been totally conditioned from from the earliest time to say you cannot run your life, I need to run your life, authorities need to run your life, then it's going to take a bit of of waking up and a little bit of rebellion and a whole ton of courage to reverse that. But that's what's happening right now in the Mm -hmm. world. And it's very exciting. (laughs)
1: it truly is and so from there is that kind of a segue that i can use to talk about authenticity because a lot of what you do is help people tap into their authentic selves for some that are tuning in it's like duh amrit of course intuition authenticity but maybe some people can't draw that parallel can you help us draw the dots between intuition and authenticity
2: Can help i can help you in that the word authenticity comes from the word author which is i am writing the script of my life. I am the one creating the story. So let's just break it down. And intuition means inner teacher. I mean, my inner self is the resource of learning and guiding. So Mm. that's how that you can connect the two. It's my inner guide is writing the story of my life, is creating the story of my life, directing the story. So if your inner self isn't, then you're not the author of your life that's what where they come together and so if we understand what that means and it's it's not a fixed thing mm. it's an evolving mm-hmm. moment to moment evolution you know it's an evolution it's it's constant and daily reinvention and daily exploration and an adventure and And for those who want a predictable, safe, no risk, no responsibility path, then we're not for you. This is definitely not for you, but what you get is you don't get the big rewards either. You get a smaller controlled life that will probably leave you feeling, um, maybe, maybe materially, secure enough although i very much question that in these days but what does it give you it gives you it gives you a dark room it gives you a dark room closed doors with a closed heart not much opportunity for genuine connection and fulfillment hmm. but we do have like i wanted to say earlier being intuitive or getting an intuitive direction isn't the end of the story the end of the story is are you going to choose to follow it what are you going to choose you always have a choice you always have a choice and 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 just know what choice you're making just okay i'm going to go with my intuition or no i'm going to go play it safe i'm going to i'm going to follow my logic which is really other people's opinions cuz that's where your logic got developed right <laughs> cuz my logic is not your logic depending on who taught us logic
3: mm.
2: so so it's really boils down to who do you want to be? And who do you want to be the the author of your life? And the answers really vary, really vary. It's, there's not a right answer. There's just, you get to live with your choice answer.
1: Hmm. That's huge. Thank you so much for sharing that. So in there, one of the things that I can relate to is when you're saying intuition and that dark corner, you know i struggled with depression for, for 6 years and I, I remember and the way i ex- i share this now when i'm out on stages it's that when i i wasn't expressing myself is that unexpressed version of myself that unexpression is depression when i learned exactly. to express it's, myself was my totally. creative outlet
3: yeah
2: <laughs> and i i think that the world is seriously depressed right now for this reason mm. we have abandoned ourselves We have trusted external authorities. I personally like to refer to the first commandment. It's like, don't have false gods. And other people running your life, it's becoming more and more apparent is a false god. And it leads us to experiences that that just don't engage our hearts and spirits. Depression can therefore be the best messenger so, if we're depressed, let's not judge and 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 uh, dr- take whatever drugs you need or medications you need to pull out of it enough mm. to make new choices. But in and of itself, it is very much a gift to alert us that we have we have migrated away from our true nature. If we didn't have that, I also think um, it's a big reason why we have such an addicted world Mm. because we're trying to live with the shoes that don't fit. I feel one of the big shifts of many people who become intuitive is their yearning for escape goes away Mm. because the life they're living is where they want to be. They don't (laughs) want to escape. So we can learn from these experiences and study them. It's like, Let's get underneath what's wrong with this picture. You're not fundamentally flawed. You're not fundamentally checked out. You're not fundamentally out of control. But you may have been fundamentally influenced to chronically abandon yourself. And, and it will never lead to a good end. Intuition leads to an authentic, personally authored, dynamic, creative experience and and that's what gives us that feeling of joy and of connection we're, we're we a lot of people the other chronic and, and um, epidemic thing right now is is isolation and the ego part of us is by nature an isolating entity it's fearful so stay over there and my guards up mm. Intuition by its nature is connection, but it starts with a connection to self. Mm -hmm. I am connecting to my real self who I discover I love. (laughs) Therefore, I'm not afraid to let the the world in because I don't need their love to feel okay. I have my own well of love Mm. and I'm not, I'm not seeking or needing something I'm, I'm, I'm empty of. So to me, it's the great healing. It is yes. the great healing. And it opens the heart. It brings us back to self, but it opens us to have authentic. Really receive love from others because we're we're available and people who make those intuitive choices, as you can say, don't you love yourself now? I just had to ask you, don't you love the creation of your life now?
1: would? very much so, yes. <laughs>
2: And that's, what the, that's a common thing. That's a, that is a guaranteed end result of making these choices. Mm-hmm. You do fall in love with yourself. And you're not talking about the little ego self. You're talking about that incredible creative spirit in you that is smarter than your head and leads you to places that your intellect could have never figured out. And they're so much better and more generous than your ego ever allows so it's a big i call it i call it it's like turning on a light and discovering a surprise party waiting for you and the party's for you you know it's like all of a sudden it's a it's a happy world it's it's a whole new world and that's that's what you get for sure
1: i love that what's singing th- through to me through all of that the through line and obviously because perhaps because my highest value is connection is just the value of connection in terms of connection to self connection to inner wisdom connection yes. to the world that we live in and just that connection just believing yes. everywhere but the access point being the intuition and daring to go there to connect with yourself first because yes what I'm realizing is how can I connect with others if I haven't connected with myself it's that age-old truism again right
2: Yes, it's it sets off a whole domino effect of things so fast. It proliferates so quickly that it kind of surprises you. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, my brain could never have created something so brilliant as what my intuition led me into. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant and populated with so much beauty that my logic brain couldn't even conceive of. I'll give you an example it's a great fun little example when I was 20 I wanted I lived in Denver Colorado and I, I just had this yearning to go to France big family no money I was in college couldn't figure it out my friend said apply for the airline that'll get you to France so I, I did I got the job and I ended up in a miserable scenario where I wasn't in Paris. I was in Peoria. I was in every small town. So did that for a few months, Thought this is not working. Went back to school. Um, I had quit school, went back. And I went to the French department and said, can I apply for the study abroad program in France? And the, the, the woman, of course, the head of the French department said, A, you're not a student. You're not enrolled. (laughs) B, You're not very good in French. You don't qualify. Okay, so, okay, shut door, shut door. So I went and sat on the grass, and I said to my spirit, okay, if you gave me this feeling, you have to give me the way. And I instantly felt this inner impulse that said, go talk to the dean. Well, that was like going to talk to Oz. I mean, I was a shy girl. Yeah. But I knew that if I didn't, end a story. So I summoned my courage. I walked straight into his office. The secretary said, you can't talk to him because you have to make an appointment and it takes six weeks. And I said, but you don't understand. I need a decision. The deadline is this, like in the next 48 hours. And I said, you don't understand. It's a soul thing. (laughs) Just then the dean walked in and he said, that's an interesting statement. What's a soul thing? (laughs) And he immediately let me come into his office and I explained to him my whole, you know, I need to go. I thought I could do it with an airline. I hit a dead end. I want to re enroll. I need to do this. And he said, let me think about it. 48 hours later, not only did I get re enrolled in school allowed, I got in the program and a full tuition scholarship. I paid for it. I could never in a million years have figured that out. It great. <laughs> what a miracle. It changed my whole life. It changed my whole life. But I had that choice. Go to the dean. Okay, mm-hmm. that scares me. But not going scares me more. Mm-hmm. Just saying, taking no and being stuck scares me more. So that, this is just a, a quick anecdote to show. Go through the golden door. Mm, go back that. to the sun, go through the golden door. Get the playful side of you awakened mm. and see what happens.
1: Connection, courage and have fun. I love yes. that. I love yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. So, I'm conscious, I want to ask you a very simple question but it could be deep. Is what does an inspired evolution when you hear that? What does that look to you for the world that we live in today?
2: Well, first of all, I like to go to the word inspire. Hmm. which means to pull your spirit in mm-hmm. that's actually the meaning of the word so it's like bring your spirit home and evolution means to to improve get better go to the next level so bring your spirit in and go to the next level of expression and create hmm. create from the spirit and and give it no limitations. <laughs> let it lead. Let it lead, and 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 let it blossom like a, a garden. Let it blossom like the rose opening. Let it blossom like the the apple orchard. That's what it means to me because I experience the the energy of that is what the spirit take over, and see how beautiful your life can be. It can
1: be. Thank you so much for sharing that. For those that want to get in touch with your works, there are books everywhere in every language, almost. <laughs> I can't say that not every yeah. Language. I'm only, on a mission. Only, only twenty-seven languages, <laughs> so maybe yours is covered.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, no, no, no country left behind is my <laughs> model. No person left behind. What <laughs> I would suggest is start with a very basic book and let it become a new manual. Trust your vibes. Mm. Trust Your Vibes. That's my book. I have an online course If one wants to kind of enjoy me teaching it or experience a little support. Trust Your Vibes. Trust Your Vibes. Trust Your Vibes. Start there. And if you feel isolated and you feel a bit disconnected or you don't have enough support, I have a very accessible, very empowering um, community called the Good Vibe Tribe Hmm. that you can be part of. And I am on there right now. Every single day,
3: mm-hmm.
2: teaching something and everybody's sharing. So it's a very dynamic, creative, gorgeous experience. So I'd say that would be the way. And in.
1: where is that? Is that on, is it on? A, it's on, on my podcast?
2: homepage. Yep. Um, you come to my, my website, it's on my homepage. It's we'll link Join it in the, the show Tide. notes. Yep. And, and actually in this pandemic, people have really loved being part of this community because mm. they're actually having an enormously positive experience mm. breakthrough creativity doors opening instead of closing mm. their minds opening instead of being trapped it's been a joy mm. and I was intuitively guided when this began that I need to be on every single day
3: mm.
2: talking to the community not here's a here's no. a weekly thing or, so I'm there every day we're connecting every day and it's been really fulfilling and really, really surprising and fun. So those would be my, my invitations. Thank if you, you want so to much explore
1: this. I love that. And we'll link all of that into the show notes around uh, this episode. So okay. thank you so much for offering that with so much grace Sonia. And I really want to take this moment while I am on the thank yous just before my last question to thank you for your time, your energy, your presence. Mm-hmm. I, I'm addicted to your lightheartedness. I just have to say we're like super deep, but it's always lighthearted. So thank you so much for sharing.
2: Well, it's been a pleasure and you're a real inspiration. I mean, you're, you're, you're living what you're, what you're broadcasting and they, they're congruent. So it really is a huge contribution to the planet right now. And I feel very privileged to be part of it. So thank you for inviting me. Oh, Sonia,
1: Thank you for your blessing. So my last question, by no means my least question, I'm really excited to ask you this question because the question is, who are you? And I preface it with the conversation around there's the I, but then there's the intuition that is the connection to everything around us. So who are you?
2: I am a fire dancer. I and moving moment to moment in the in the fire of life, in the spark, the energy, and in the um, the the intensity of of initiation. Fire is the initiator. Fire is the creator. Fire is the 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 alchemist and the spark of things. And I like to dance in the fire. I run into things I fear, not away from. So it's it's been. It's been quite an exciting ride.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for sharing yourself with us today. Really a blessing. And we'll be in touch again soon.
3: Can't wait.
2: I had a lot of fun. All my love to the whole community. Thank you. (laughs)
1: Boom! Sonia, (laughs) thank you so much. It's fun,
2: Amrit. I love talking to you. Thank you for bringing me on. What a pleasure to connect and, and enjoy your beautiful spirit
1: oh touchwood completely mutual so humble to have you on to have such Thank a wonderful chat and to be able to share these insights with the community oh just an wonderful. absolute, blessing, an Loved absolute it. blessing with your permission um we if we can get you on again in about 12 months time hopefully that's gonna Love be a- too. yeah that'll be fine awesome awesome and i'll um, also sure i would you-
2: like also to suggest um i have two daughters oh. and they've written books uh-huh. And they teach and coach, and they are. Um, I have one daughter who I'm a Sonia. My mother's a Sonia. My grandmother's a Sonia, and I have a Sonia daughter who is 31. Uh-huh. And it might be fun to have her on too, just from a different generation perspective,
1: perspective. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So awesome.
2: I will. I will have Ryan send the email.
1: Perfect.
2: Because it's a. It'll be a whole different but equally joyful conversation.
1: Perspective. Yeah, love it for sure. Yes. If you
2: can get Ryan. Okay.
1: To email, our team. When
2: partly um, because it's a family affair
1: hmm.
2: and we can create new families. So that might be yeah. a fun spin on it too.
1: Awesome. I love that. One of those questions oh that before I take off is uh, with Ryan, is that the best way,
2: is that the best person to communicate? When yes. Ryan is my hub.
1: Yeah, perfect. And so my,
2: my company is me and Ryan. Perfect. We keep it simple. There's so, so he's the hub, and I'll have Ryan send you Sonia's connection, my daughter, and I look forward to being with you again. And trust your vibes, Amrit. You're on. You're no. on fire. <laughs> okay.
3: That's done.
1: I'll all be. my
2: love. Bye bye.
1: Hey, tribe, thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health, and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect, so I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page. Like that, please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amaret-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.